God has been really, really doing some great things. Amen. Amen. And uh, I just want you all to know that. So <clears throat> I know if he do it for me, he'll do it for you. He has no respect of persons. Amen. And please know that God is a, is a, you know, it's like they say the anointing was on top of Aaron's head and kind of flowed down to, throughout, through everybody. Amen. That's how God works. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. So today, saints of God, I want to talk about growing in godliness. Amen. And I like this graphic right here. It says, godliness is not an overnight success. It's a lifetime of growth. Please know that. <laughs> We're constantly growing. We have not arrived. But I'm talking about spiritual maturity today. Amen. Growing up in Christ. I want to show you some awesome ways to grow in Christ. Amen. And one is what we're doing today. When you sit under the word, eating all this good food, because who all know the word of God is food. Amen. Jesus told them when Satan was playing games with them. Oh, I know you hungry. You just came off a fast. You need to eat. Say, man, don't live by bread alone. <laughs> I am eating. He is the word of God. Amen. <laughs> say, we live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Everybody say amen to that. It grows us up, saints. Let me show you in the scriptures. Let me show you an earthly illustration in the scriptures of how the word is food. Amen. And in 1 Peter, if you would turn to 1 Peter chapter 2 and look at verse 1. Amen. It's going to show you. Look at camera. You go, boy. You know I'm going to give you these. You know I'm going to give you the nuts, right? Huh? God is working. I told you he's working. Amen. <laughs> it says this. It says, wherefore laying aside all malice and guile and hypocrisy and envies and all evil speakings. See, when you grow in Christ, you got to get rid of all that drama-filled life by laying stuff aside. Amen? Because all that stuff I just named is just drama. Amen? Malice. You know what malice is? Just a desire to do evil. It said lay that aside. Amen? Guile. Guile is like cunning, slick. He said lay that stuff aside. Hypocrisy. You believe in one thing while your behavior shows something else. Lay that aside, saints of God. And envy, envy is, they say that's crueler than the grave, right? But you know what envy really does? It shows a lack of faith. God did it for somebody else, but he won't do it for me. Never feel like that. He has no respect to person. If he do it for me, he'll do it for you. Amen. Please believe that in your spirit. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And it says evil speaking. See, words are powerful and have life. What you say, <laughs> you can have what you say. That's what the scripture say. <laughs> see, see, the words you speak today frame your life tomorrow. Amen. So God's word is vital for our growth. Say amen to that. Now look at verse 2. Verse 2 says this. Oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. 
So it's telling us, just like a newborn baby, it has to have milk to grow. We're the same way. It says we have to desire sincere, the sincere milk of the word. <laughs> Scripture is telling us just like, it's just saying just desire, just like them babies. Amen. And that's how we get a, a, our spiritual maturity. Amen. See, you know what, saints? God is a king. Matter of fact, he's the king of kings. Amen. And so when we, when we sit here like this, we're eating from the king's table. Amen. When Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, who were all born into royalty, amen, but taken from their homes and repurposed to the Babylonians. But you know what they did? They didn't eat their food. <laughs> they continued to eat from the king's table. And the Bible said they were 10 times better. <laughs> when you eat this food, like you are 10 times better. You got to know this, saints of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Growing in Christ is allowing God's word to saturate us. Amen. So this is what I'm going to speak to you today on growing in godliness. It's going to be a two-part series. It's so much, saints of God, I want to share with you concerning spiritual growth. So today I'm going to start part one. And next week I'm going to finish it up on Zoom. Because I'll be coming to you next week from sunny Jamaica. Everybody say amen to that. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I'm looking forward to that one. Huh? So next week, mark your calendar, we will not be in this building. We'll be meeting on Zoom at our regular time of 10.30 a.m. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. And I'm going to talk a little different when I'm there. I'm going to be like, yeah, man. <laughs> Because, you know, that's, they're God's children, too. So I got, well, I'm in Rome. I do what the Romans do. So you be like, why pastor talking like that? That's why I'm going to be talking like that. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Turn it down just a little bit, Cameron. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. That's good right there. Can you all hear me good? Okay, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So we grow in our spiritual life, saints. You know what happens? We begin to see more truth. Amen. We know more. Because we know the one who knows everything. And we're growing. We're connecting to him. So now we know so much more. We feel so much more. We do so much more. But here's the big one. We repent more. You find yourself saying, Lord, I'm sorry. <laughs> we repent more. That's because the mistakes we make are clearer when we have a word to put them up against. Amen. So as we grow in mature saints, we realize how much we really need God. God is a necessity. He's not an option. Amen. So in growing spiritually, we can see truth. And when we know the truth and we go off, we get convicted because we know the truth. Amen. And that's why we repent, saints of God. We repent more. Amen. And I'm going to focus on that today because, you know, the, defini the definition of repent is a little different than I thought. You know, I, I was taught that repent means to turn from your sins. Amen. That's what I was taught. You know, you got to repent. You got to turn away from your sins. Amen. But God has been speaking to me all week about that. Amen. 
And you know what it means? This is what the Lord put in my spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It really means to turn to God. That's really what it means in, in a nutshell. True repentance is just turning to God, turning from evil to God. That's what repentance is. See, when you turn to God, the sin debt is paid. You're not turning from the sin. He's going to pay that debt. He already paid it. When you turn to him and say, Lord, I need you. I'm a sinner. I can't do this. Amen. Every time, every day, it seems like I mess up and do something different. Amen. But you acknowledge it. Here's what he wants you to do. Turn to him. Amen. He already knows that anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So it's repentance is turning from your fleshly way of doing things and turning to God's ways. Amen. Learning to trust and rely on God will get evil out of your life. I'm going to say that again, okay? I said learning to trust and rely on God will get the evil out of your life. Amen. Amen. So repent again means to turn to God. Now let's confirm that in these scriptures. Amen. Because I just don't like to say things. You know, I want to show it to you in the Bible. Amen. It makes it so plain. If you will, turn to Genesis chapter 6 and let's look at verse 1. Thank you, Jesus. See what you got. You go, Cameron. <laughs> it says, and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them. So here we go. The earthly population is about to increase. Amen. Look at verse two. That the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wives of all which they chose. <laughs> now, this is a deep scripture because it's a couple of theories on this one. Amen. Because <laughs> we got to know who are the sons of God spoken of in this passage? Who are they talking about? The sons of God. Amen. Well, we know when we receive Christ, we're the sons of God. We're his children. Sons and daughters of God. Amen. Or the children of God. Amen. We were in God's family and he promised us eternal life. Say amen to that. But we know Jesus is the son of God. Amen. The only begotten by the way. Amen. But this scripture again is saying that the sons of God. Amen. The sons of God. This scripture is talking about. It's angels, saints of God. But they're not good ones. <laughs> they fallen angels, amen, that dwelt in men. To procreate physically, they had to possess a human body. You all know that, right? In order to have, you know, you have to have a body. To be legal in this earth, you got to have a body. You all know that, right? That's why Jesus came in the flesh. He just didn't come in the spirit and start doing things. He had to come in the flesh to be legal. Amen. And we're going to keep it legal today. Amen. All right. Here we go, saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So these fallen angels possessed men, and they were marrying the daughters of men. Now, who is that? It said the daughters of men. Who is that? Well, when I researched it, it was talking about Seth, Seth, 
daughter, which was the godly family. So these fallen angels are marrying and, and procreating with daughters of men, godly women. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> That's a bad combination, too. Y'all hear me? <laughs> you a godly woman? Look for a godly man. Amen. <laughs> That's what you want to do. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. When, when, it, when you're in that situation, it's really like the saved marrying the unsaved. <laughs> Amen. But let me give you the other scenario, too, because there's two theories. Because you might, you know, I just gave you that one, and you might hear it a different way and say, wow, they said it a totally different way. Because there's a couple of theories out on this one. The other theory says the sons of God were the family of Seth. Godly men. Amen. And they married the son, the daughters of Cain, which were worldly women. But either way you look at it, it's a bad combination. <laughs> Thank you, Minister Lisa. It's a bad combination. Amen. But let's see what God says about it. Because that's what we want to know. What does God say? Look at verse 3. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with men, for that he also is. See, God don't play with flesh. He don't have nothing to do with it. It's not subject to him. He doesn't have anything to do. He said, my, my spirit's not going to be with you all the time because you also flesh. Are y'all going to catch this powerful revelation? Yet, his days shall be 120 years. That tells the whole story right there. See, because flesh is involved, it only has a certain amount of time. Oh, I hope y'all hear me right now. In this case right here, God gave it 120 years. But what, what today what we got? What flesh got today, saints? Three score and 10. He said, you got 70, and if you get 80 or 90, you know, that's, that's good. But he really just gave you three score and 10 to get it right. Amen? Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> and guess what happened after those 120 years that he just gave them? If y'all continue to read this story, I'm going I'm to I'm speed it up and tell y'all what happened. After those 120 years, the flood came and destroyed everything that did not get in that boat. Amen. <laughs> when Noah made that call, if they didn't get in the boat, it was destroyed. He gave them 120 years. <laughs> oh, I got to let y'all see this right here. Oh, thank you. He don't play. Flesh is not forever. When, when, when God comes, returns, and he's on his way, this, we won't have this no more. That's why we don't buddy up with it. It ain't your friend. It want to do what it want to do. Huh, you probably had to fight it to get it in here today. Oh, come on, come on. No, I don't want to go. Lay me back down. I want to watch TV. No, you got to go in the, in the hit a word. No, I don't want to do that. You got to fight with your flesh every day. There's only one thing that really can be done with flesh. Jesus showed it. Crucify it. <laughs> you got to kill it because it don't want to do the word of God. It's contrary to the word of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. But in this case, he gave him 120 years. And then the flood came. 
That sound familiar to y'all? Because <laughs> today we just got a certain amount of time to repent. What does repent mean? To turn to God. <laughs> we got a certain amount of time to turn to God, to get out of our flesh. Huh? Because God's spirit is not going to strive with us forever because we are in flesh. That is exactly what the scripture is saying. Amen. Yeah. Look at verse four. It says, there were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. So these were giants. They was in the earth. They call them Nephilim. And the word, the root word of that means to fall. That's why I go with that first theory. Them were some fallen angels. Amen. Indicating they were strong men who failed that were giants. Amen. They were already on earth coupled with the new mighty men. What was the new mighty men? The one them fallen angels when they married the daughters, the, the, uh, the, uh, what, is it, what, what is it called? I want to get it right. Right. When they married the daughters of men, they created some giants. Amen. Or the, the Bible says mighty men, which were the offsprings of the fallen angels and the worldly women. Amen. And with that combination of people, the world had to be pretty wicked. Because they had these giants on the earth. And then they had these fallen angels procreating with these women. Bad combination. So it was a wicked world. You hear me, Cameron? It was wicked. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 5. Here's the all-knowing one. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. That's a wicked place. Everything, every thought you have is wicked, is evil. Oh my God, thank you, Jesus. But again, look at what occupied the earth. Evil giants. Yeah. Amen. Amen. But here's something I really want you all to notice, too. Evil starts in your thought life. And then it's birthed in your heart. <laughs> See, Scripture says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Amen. And I want you all to catch that because, you know, I used to listen to a lot of motivational speakers, really, before I was saved. I was just always in the positive messages. Amen. And they would say, as a man thinks, so is he. Amen. That's what the motivational speakers say. But the Bible don't say that. It says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's look at verse 6. Because here's what I want you all to see. <laughs> and it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. This demonstrates God's great love and care for his creation. He didn't create us to be wicked and evil. So he just wanted to wipe out everything. Amen. But the punchline is this. I said this earlier that the word repent does not mean turn from your sins. 
It said it repented the Lord. Did the Lord ever have any sin? So he couldn't be turning from sin. Amen. He was turning that evil off. Huh? That's what he was turning off. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. The scripture says it, re it repented the Lord. Amen. But who had the sin? Man, the Lord didn't have the sin. Amen. Sin grieves God, saints. Evil grieves the Lord. That's all we're seeing in the scripture. Amen. See, when you turn to God, your sin debt is paid. You're not turning from sin. You're turning to God who died for your sins. <laughs> so when we turn to God, he helps us to get rid of the evil. Say amen to that, saints. Amen. Let me show it to you again in another passage of scripture where he repented God. Because we're talking about growing spiritually. And as we grow, we're constantly repenting, turning to God more and more. Say amen to that. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Turn in your Bible, if you will, to Exodus chapter 32. And we're going to start with verse 7. Boy, you know you're on it, Cameron. Where you been, Cameron? You need to be at church every Sunday. Huh? And when you see the miracles start going off in your life, to God be all the glory. You hear me? Because when you work for the Lord like you're doing, amen. <laughs> He's going to show himself strong in you. Amen. He <laughs> like that. Praise God. You are there, Exodus chapter 32. Let's look at verse 7. It says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Go get thee down, for thy people, which thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt, have corrupted themselves. Yes. Everybody say, Trouble in the camp. Trouble, Trouble in the camp. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Here we go again. But God is telling Moses, Go check your folks, right? Is that what he's saying to him? Look at verse 8. They had turned aside quickly <laughs> out of the way which I commended them. They had made them a molding calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed thereunto and said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which have brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. So what we're talking about, spiritual growth today, right, saints? And for this main reason, saints of God, <laughs> if you stop growing spiritually, you will turn quickly and worship other things. Say amen to that. I really want you to see this. Amen. As soon as you turn from God, other things start to come into your life that you want to worship. You don't know you're worshiping them. You know, but, but, but you do. We do. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. You all, don't you all remember when God told them, he said, don't make any graven images of me. And they pledged not to do it. Amen. But the minute Moses was gone for just a little while, they forgot everything they promised. <laughs> I want you all to see this. Go to verse 9 for me, Cameron. Thank you, Jesus. And the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. 
Stiff neck is a metaphor of saints being taken from the horse that stiffens his neck against the pull of the, the rain and will not be guided by the rider. You all, you all hearing what I'm saying? So you're you riding a horse, and you know when you pull on the reins this way, he's supposed to go that way. Or you pull this way, he pull his neck, he'll go that way. Well, this horse, he stiffens his neck real hard. So when you pull him, he just go the way he want to go. I'm going where I want to go. Oh, y'all got to see this one here, saints of God. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to camp on this one for a minute, Cameron. Rebel rebellion, saints of God, throughout the Bible is called witchcraft. Amen. Stiff neck has to do with not wanting to be controlled. And Elder Vic going to tell you right off the bat, tell him, Vic, God is in control. <laughs> Please know that. Amen. <laughs> yeah, you want to be stiff and you want to do what you want, but God is truly in control. Let God be God. That's right. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. People who don't want to be controlled by God are rebellious. That's right. Let's go to verse 10, Cameron. God is talking. Now, therefore, let me alone that my wrath may wax hot against them and that I may consume them and I will make of thee a great nation. We ought to be so glad Moses didn't leave him alone. He told Moses, leave me alone. I'm getting ready to deal with them. Stiff neck, hard head, rebellious folks. I'm going to deal with them. <laughs> God was quite angry, wasn't he? Told Moses, leave me alone. <laughs> and by the way, didn't God promise to make Abraham a great nation? Do y'all remember that? But right here, he told Moses, just let me alone. I'm going to make you a great nation, but I'm getting rid of them. They're not going to be part of it. <laughs> That's what he was saying to him. Amen. <laughs> the Lord has said to Abram, leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. That's what he told Abraham. Amen. But he was telling Moses that in this scripture. God, God was just really angry, saints. And I thank God Moses didn't leave him. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And guess who we are? We are the blessing of Abraham. Uh, you, you all know why we so blessed? It's not because of us. It's because of Abraham. What God promised Abraham. See, all them promises is yes and amen. He has to do them. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jesus. But look at verse 11. And Moses besought the Lord his God and said, so he besought the Lord. He didn't leave. Okay. He besought the Lord his God and said, Lord, why doeth thy wrath wax hot against thy people? Which thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt with a great power and with a mighty hand. Ooh, we so glad Moses didn't leave God alone, but instead he asked God a question. Why are you so angry, Lord, against people who you just freed with a mighty hand? Why are you mad at them like that? Amen. Let me slip this in. You don't want to worship any other gods. Amen. 
If you, if you, if you just don't worship, if you don't believe God of Isaac and Abraham and Jacob, the God, don't worship nothing. But the problem is that that's hard because you're going to worship something. <laughs> Amen. You will worship something. Oh, thank you, Jesus. But that gets God angry. Because think, think about it this way, saints. All the things that he's done for us. You know, sometimes I play this game called way of remembrance. I just sit there and start writing down everything. Lord, you did this. Lord, I be scratching. How in the world did you even do that? And I was in this mess and you got me out. And then you took me and you did this. And then you, I mean, I just be writing them. He just done so much for all of us. You got to count them blessings every now and then. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Lord. He was really mad, though. Let's look at verse 12. We don't want to worship any other God, saints of God. Amen. Because he's working right now on all of our behalf. Don't you all know right now while we sit here, God is doing something. Amen. He don't sleep or slumber. Amen. You know, he's all, that's why the dialect of a believer is thank you, Jesus. We just saying thank you, Jesus, all the time. You know, when somebody do something for you, what you say? Thank you. If you have any training, you say thank you, thank you so much. I was thanking Elder Willie. So he said, well, you know, man of God, no big thing. You ain't got to thank me like that. You know, I said, yeah, to God be all the glory, but he using you. So I'm going to say thank you too. He said, okay, man of God. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Look at verse 12. It says, Wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say, For mischief did he bring them out to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth. Turn from thy fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy people. Yeah. Moses is talking to God and telling God to repent. But it's not from sin. See, this is what I'm trying to show y'all. Did, did God sin? But he was about to do some evil. So see, when you repent, you turn it from that evil to God. And that's what Moses, Lord, be you. Huh? Don't be all mad. And if you know that, Lord, where's that grace and mercy at, Lord? We better be so happy he did that. Because <laughs> God said, I'm going to make you great. But them, I'm getting rid of them. Down there, I done brought them out of Egypt, opened the Red Sea, fed them manna from heaven, gave them water out of rock, and they down there worshiping some other gods. <laughs> I'm gonna kill them all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Moses. <laughs> Moses say, Lord, don't do it. <laughs> Lord, give them another chance. <laughs> Although, ironically, since I'm not going to get to this part, I'm going to talk about it. Ironically, Moses snapped. He came down with the commandments, and then he just saw him doing it. When he saw it, he just threw the word. I mean, he snapped. God done did all this for us, and this is what y'all doing? Taking off y'all jewelry, making, some, making a calf? <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Oh, Lord. Thank you. Look at verse 13, saints. Here we go. It says, remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants, to whom thou swear by thy own self, and said unto them, that's, this is why we're so blessed. Amen. Let me just, let me just paraphrase this real quick. When, when God swore 
to Abraham how he was going to bless him. He didn't have nothing to swear by, so he just swore by himself. He said, I swear by my own, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless your seed, your children, and your children. That's us. Your children, I'm going to bless everything about under you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the blessings of Abraham. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. And this is what Moses is telling him. Don't you remember what you told Abraham you're going to do for us? <laughs> what you told Isaac and Israel, all your servants. Always oh, God's servants. Everybody who God's servants, raise your hand. We're the servants of the Lord. Amen. Don't you remember what you say you're going to do for us? To whom thou swearest by thy own self and said unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven. And all this land that I have spoken of will I give unto you your seed. And they shall inherit it. How long, saints? Forever. What about that promise, Lord? Oh, Moses. Thank you. Thank you, Moses. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, Lord. Yeah. Moses is bringing back to memory what God said. Yeah. Huh? See, when you grow, we're talking about spiritual maturity today. When you grow in God's word and things go astray, you can speak God's word right back to him. Preach. Amen. <laughs> Lord, you said I'm more than a conqueror. Yeah. You told me to fear not when I go dealing with them. You told me that, Lord. You told me you would never leave me or forsake me. So you're reminding God all the promises he gave you. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> oh, and, and, look, and the Lord repented. Look at verse 15, 14, say to God. And the Lord repented of the evil he thought to do unto his people. See, repentance is turning from evil saints and turning to God. Amen. God changed his death sentence on them, on his people, at the request of Moses. Did you all see that? He changed the death sentence. Uh, this was a prelude of a glimpse of today. Do you all see the revelation, the parallel? God changed his death sentence on us because of sin at the request of Jesus, who died for our sins. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about spiritual growth, and it began with repentance. Amen. Turning from your way of doing things and turning to God. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. See, the closer you get to God, which is his word, the more you grow in knowledge and in wisdom. Amen. And our spiritual growth is in a proportion to our closeness to God. So I'm trying to, to, to show you clearly. See, as we grow in his grace, we also grow in his knowledge. Amen. And when we know what we know what we know, when things go awry like they do, we can quote that word right back to the Lord. Lord, you said now, Lord. You know, we just trying to be perfect in you. Lord, you know we in this flesh, you know, and it's weak. What did Jesus say about the flesh? The flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. But we in this flesh. That's why he only gave us a certain amount of time. We can't, he didn't mean for flesh to be forever. Amen. That's why that was a big deal when those fallen angels who, 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 uh, who, who dwelt in men impregnated them women, you know, because if it would just been a spiritual and, and, and sin can live forever, that can't work. He puts a time limit on flesh. Amen. The spirit 
He wants to go. He wants to redeem. But your flesh is going back to the dirt. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Let me show you where it's really well said. We're going to end with this scripture right here. It's a companion scripture. If you could, Cameron, so kindly turn to 2 Peter. Cameron is on the communion. We are going to have communion today. Amen. Good job, Cameron, but we want to play that second Peter. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. You don't see it? Uh-oh, help him out, Carlton. He's looking for second Peter 3. I'm pretty sure it's there. There we go. Praise God. You did, Cameron, you did a great job. You hit them all. Amen. <laughs> give them a round. Please give them a round of applause. You did a great job, Cameron. Thank God for you. I really do. Amen. And when God started doing them things that I was talking about for you, I want you don't be shy because you're a little bit shy. You know, Mother's Day, we were saying, Cameron, you know, you want to say something to your mom? No, nah, blah. Don't do God like that. When he started blessing you, come in here and run your mouth. Let me tell y'all, I know this was out of the ordinary. This is how I want you to talk, Cam. I know this was, well, I was just going, and then this was going to happen, and then the Lord, and then, that's how I want you to tell it, okay? Don't be shy, because it's going to bless us all. Amen. Okay, look at this final scripture, Saints. Peter said it's so perfect in 2 Peter 3. We're talking about growing in godliness and maturing in Christ. It says, but grow in grace. And in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to him be glory now, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. I like the way Peter said that. Amen. We have to grow in grace. So when you mess up, you, we, 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 God will grace you. Amen. Stay pressing your way to the Lord. Stay believing in God. Amen. Don't let that. That, that, that mistake keep you from God. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's why this grace, it says growing grace because grace, God's freshens up for us every day because we know we have to make some mistakes. So the next day, he gives us a whole new bowl of grace. Amen. And then we may get through that and not even need none of that grace that day. And then the next day, he freshens us up again. Amen. <laughs> But grow in grace. Amen. Mr. Lisa said grace is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. Amen. Why you keep doing that for us, Lord? You know, because y'all in some flesh. Huh? <laughs> y'all trying to get righteous in flesh. Ain't no righteousness in flesh, saints of God. Amen. Your flesh can't buddy up with God. You cannot work your way into heaven. You cannot be so good you go into heaven. It's the grace of God that's going to get us there by faith in him. Amen. But your, your, your righteousness is like a filthy rag to God. So when you stand before God, I always say this, I just want to reiterate. When you stand before God, don't be talking about nothing that you did. I don't care how good it was. Amen. You hear me, Cameron? When you stand before the Lord, you know what you're going to talk about? Jesus. You got it now. Soon as he's, well, what have you done, Cam? I received Jesus. I'm so glad you, he died for me because I was messed up. Next case, he done. Don't talk about, but I was in church and I went through them scriptures and don't talk about that. Amen. You can talk about that with me. But if you stand before the Lord, you only talk about Jesus. 
You only want him to look at Jesus. You only want him to look at you. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word today. Growing up in you. And we look forward to part two, Lord, from Jamaica. Oh, thank you, Lord. We're growing in godliness. Thank you for being with us, Lord. Never leaving us or forsaking us. Protecting us, Lord. Leading us into all truth. We are grateful and thankful to have you as our Father, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your plan of salvation for our life. In Jesus. We now plead the blood of Jesus, which washes away the sins of the world, Lord. Oh, we plead that blood right now in Jesus' name, Lord. Thank you again for being patient with us, Lord, as we grow in you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.